Welcome back, everybody, to We Are TPM with myself, Kyle Teixeira. Sitting next to me, as always, is John Teixeira. This week, we are going to discuss, will Airbnb cause a real estate crash? And if anything that interests you, or anything we talk about today interests you, you just want to give us a call. Give us a call, 817-818-9039, or shoot us an email the old-fashioned way at showmethemoney at wertpm.com. Let's get into it after I say, go Rangers! Go Rangers! Go Rangers! Is Airbnb going to cause a real estate crash? A 2008-level real estate crash. Why are we being so dramatic about that question? You want me to just answer it? Yeah. That's, no. Questions follow. Answers follow you questions. close us out now. The okay. answer is no. No? Just no? no? All right. Okay. So, good good podcast. Let's go. Yep. Pretty much. Thanks for tuning in. We are talking about this because of a man named Robert K- Kiyosaki? Mm-hmm. Kiyosaki. Right? Uh, that name Robert wasn't Kiyosaki. as familiar to me as it was John Boy over here. I do know who he is, but why does everyone else know who he is probably? Because Rich Dad Poor Dad is one of the biggest... Um, books that that people have been introduced to regarding wealth and money and real estate and and mindset and he kind of kicked off the whole wealth mindset um generation and so everybody knows Robert Kiyosaki and he's a very trusted um well-known trusted name so when he says stuff especially regarding real estate uh people people believe it and I'm seeing a lot of stuff that he's saying that I think I would be careful about taking at um, at full value. Yeah, because he's the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, is quoted as the Rich Dad Poor Dad guru, as some would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and and let's let's put some proper context on this, which most people don't do all the time, right? He tweeted something that started a somewhat of a media storm around it. His exact tweet was Airbnb to lead real estate market crash. If you want a new home, your happy days are around the corner. Same for real rental property. The best time to get rich is in a crash. Now, I'm not going to disagree with the entire statement Mm -hmm. because there's some good information there. But Airbnb to lead market or to lead real market crash is what we're really intended on talking about here. Yeah, and there's a reason why. So, and and I know you're going to get into it, but the reason why is I've heard this from the reason why I was even apprised of this article or this statement that he made is cuz I had at least two different people tell me in the past weeks about what Robert Kiyosaki is saying about a coming crash due to Airbnb. And so people are listening. And people are putting it out there and talking to each other. And if it's coming back to me, then that means it's going to other people and the word is spreading. Um, and that's important. So I, we felt it was important for us to come on and, and clarify this because like, like many headlines, this, that's what this is. This is a headline with, with an element of truth involved in it, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's a couple elements of truth in this statement that he's making. So it's not like we're saying everything is false, but I'm going to let you finish. What's what's the problem with this, the main problem? I think the Airbnb to lead real market crash is the biggest problem with that statement. And the mindset, I guess uh, the, the, the point he's trying to make or why he thinks this is that the real estate or the Airbnb market, short-term rental market itself is crashing. 
Um, and that effect is going to cause owners of those Airbnbs to flip the script and go sell these properties and flood the market all at once with these Airbnbs. And then that will be a triggering point to a real estate market crash. So, yes, but would, let's back up a little bit. Would you consider what's happening with short-term rentals, would you characterize it as a crash or maybe even a proper correction? I, I mean, it's definitely a correction. I mean, there is the year of 2023, there's definitely been an Airbnb correction um, in, in, the, in the market. And I say it's definitely not a crash because, you know, these words get thrown around enough, especially since 2008, that there's somewhat of a lax definition at this point of what a market crash is. It's if you want to generalize it completely, it's a 20% drop from its peak, right? Um, and what we've seen this year is a correction. We've seen anywhere from, uh, you know, two percent to uh, six to seven percent decrease in in annual revenues and Airbnbs over the last year, and that that is a correction. That's that's the data well, points of a correction. And can we talk about that a little bit before we move into why we think this this might be incorrect? And that is because the reason why I say it's more of a correction is because we've seen in different markets we've seen it act differently. Mm -hmm. Right. Like like in some of our markets that we work in, there's been very little change in occupancy, but maybe the rate has changed because of competition In other markets. We're seeing people are out selling or renting out these things because there's too many of them. We hear of other markets that we you and I aren't in where it's so saturated that. There is kind of a what maybe you could term a crash because up to 70% of the listings are being liquidated in some fashion, and that would be pretty enormous. We, you and I, aren't seeing that at all. And I think that's a testament mm -hmm. to each market being kind of independently um, driven by this. Well, I'm not going to say we haven't seen a decrease in certain yeah, areas. We yeah. have, but, um, and, and that's the thing. The Airbnb market is, is a new market. It's so unique in that its foundation is something stable in, in real estate. So you're buying an asset in a, um, you know, a less volatile market, which is the real estate market. That's your foundation of this business. But then the business itself and the market itself is heavily volatile. Um, and it's high risk, high reward, like like anything else. But it can change based on economic factors, based on uh, market demand in a very in a in an extreme way on either side. Because at the end of the day, it's also discretionary spending. You know, you don't you don't have to go book an Airbnb. You know, you need a house to live in. You know, rentals aren't discretionary spending; they're people's homes. Airbnbs are are discretionary spending, so they've. Anything in the category of discretionary spending is it will More ebb and flow yep. with the economic market or the economic uh, you know climate, which nobody has to verbalize that 2023 the economic you know economics have been been tightening. Um, you know people's pocketbooks have been tightening. Their their discretionary spending has been tightening. So it has followed that trend. I think it's followed the trend of discretionary spending more than it's followed a trend of just a market crash, you know? Well, I have, I have another theory. Yeah. Also, were you done? I can I keep like going on, but you, 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 you get your thought out. So I was talking to my coach about this today. And that is that these types of business models, like owning an Airbnb, setting it up, 
renting it out, making a bunch of money, right? We talk a lot about this on our podcast. I feel like they are going to be shorter cycles, like much shorter business cycles where, where, so they're going to play out a lot quicker because we live in an age where once there's a successful new business model like this, it's put out there for everybody to see on Twitter and TikTok and everybody talks about it, wants to brag about it. And then everyone wants to go out and do it and everyone's inspired. And now we're oversaturated and now it's correcting itself. And I think that's what's happening more than anything. I do too. And I think that the, the one of the bigger pieces, and this is, this is the interesting way to look at it, one of the bigger pieces of this market that is crashing is rental arbitrage pieces mm-hmm. yep. versus you know cuz let me describe been talking that people first. out Rent, of that left oh, and right yeah. lately because rental of that. arbitrage if those the people who go into Airbnb rental arbitrage are renting a unit from a landlord and then renting it out on Airbnb and if they can't make that rent then their fail safe or we failed or their cut, cut your losses is not putting a house on the market it's putting it's the landlord putting another rental on the market, likely for rent, right? In a rental market that across the board is still low on inventory. So it's not going to cause a crash. Um, well, let's come back to those because those two things, the two things you just said are the biggest things I think that we need to to talk about to address Robert Kiyosaki's statement. Here. Well, because they're included in the market, right? That it, That is part of what the whole Airbnb market um, and revenues aren't down. I mean, people see things like, like uh, the Airbnb revenues are down 40% on the year. Like I did see an article mm-hmm. that said, I that. remember that Airb- air DNA's data, which is the number one source for data related to Airbnb, VRBO and short-term rentals. It directly pulls from their websites. It, it, doesn't what say that saying? it's like a 3.8 percent it's like 3.8 percent yeah that's, it's, it? that's why i consider wow. it a correction it was 3.6 over the past year <clears throat> the average right. this is the average revenue per, per available rental so you and i with data can prove that this is simply a market correction that probably needs to happen like the, this is the market doing what it should do and the word comes from it's a correction, right? It's, it, it is what it should do. But when these things, when you have a saturated market, and that, what that word means, there's more rentals it's or oversaturated. Yeah, like there's more available than there's a demand for. So, like, say there's a hundred people coming in to vacation in this area, and there's 150 Airbnbs. Well, 50 of them are going to go unused, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's an oversaturated market. Well, in a correction, a lot of those say those 50 do run because they're not making money. Well. Once the other hundred in this example, whether that correction, now there's a hundred worth of demand and a hundred rentals and they can get the proper price. And that's why it's called a correction is because it's meant to happen. And if it doesn't happen, you get a bubble. So that's why corrections okay. are important into, into the markets. So we've determined that what Robert Kiyosaki is saying is correct in the standpoint that we believe, along with Robert Kiyosaki, that there will be a correction or that there is a correction happening right now with short-term rentals. Yeah, but I right? don't think we've addressed his statement at all. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just resetting the stage that, 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 that we agree with that part of what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Why then is it not going to turn into a real estate market crash? 
Okay, so I just addressed one part of the market, which is rental arbitrage, right? Which at my last check, it was about 10 to 15% of Airbnb. That's almost non-existent which, anymore. If which you're is, still thinking yeah, well, about doing arbitrage. And, and it was, and that's point. a lot what's, what's going away. Um, but, you know, he's he's looking at this from a conceptual perspective of like, okay, I'm an investor. I made an Airbnb. It's not making the cut of what it needed to do. So now I'm going to dump it onto the real estate market. Well, most of the investors that were able to put that much capital into this property to make it an Airbnb and not succeed aren't going to, their second option is more than likely going to be rented out because it's more than likely purchased at a good interest rate that you can't get now. Yeah. And it's still a piece of real estate that is better off. Um, Because, I mean, you didn't buy it 10 years ago to be an Airbnb. You just didn't. And I guarantee you enough of the market to make a crash uh, start occurring didn't buy it or you know, didn't buy it 10 years ago. They bought it within the last two years when interest rates were enormously low. So those people are going to hold on to those properties and try to make it into a success eventually. Um, that That is the most likely scenario that they turn into a long-term rental, right? Yeah. yeah. What's the other scenario is is that they sell it, yep. right? That they sell it. And and most people nowadays, there hasn't been a crash yet that I've heard of on sales price, right? So most people have equity in their homes mm-hmm. and most people are able, still able to sell their homes. Um, the, the, uh, the activity is way down. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Let's not deny that. However, the supply is also still way down. So in most markets, in most neighborhoods, there's some neighborhoods where you won't find this, that you'll find supply and demand actually is in a, in a buyer's market type of situation. But for the most part, we still have a seller's market in the sense that there is still not enough supply for the demand, even with the current interest rates the way they are, that for the most part, I think that's still true. Yeah, and I mean, the, or it's the, neutral. The, the biggest piece of this statement is lead the rent real market crash, right? People have an out still. <laughs> they still have an out. Interest rates, if anything, is going to lead can... a market crash. But you know, like you could you could say adjustable rate mortgages are going to lead a market crash when they become adjustable after their first three year term or or whatever the you know those those two and five. <laughs> You know, Kiyosaki makes another good point in this article that I don't want to. I don't want to leave without without pointing out. Let's let's tear apart the. Okay, so you want to do a buy and sell here? So Airbnb to lead real market crash. I'm selling that. I'm not buying that. But are you, are you buying it? No, no, no. That's a sell. If you want a new home, your happy days are around the corner. So this one, I don't. I understand what he's getting at with this. Like we're coming into a time. When you should be, you should be stacking your chips right now and looking to buy and looking for opportunities to buy down the road is what he's saying. What he's saying is when this quote unquote crash happens, that's when you should start looking for the opportunities and buying. He's a hundred percent correct about that. Mm-hmm. That is what you should be doing. Um, you should be doing the opposite of what everyone else is doing. Um, but I'm not sure that we're going to get the kind of correction that's going to flood people back. Like, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know if it's going to correct enough for Robert Kiyosaki to to scream, okay, let's go by, right? Like, 
I just don't see the data and the signs. And I've had this discussion. I've, I've actually heard um, uh, p- people that are in the know in the real estate data, okay, that are very trusted. Keeping Current Matters, by the way, is an extremely good, trustworthy source to go for real estate data. That's all they do is analyze real estate data, trends, historical trends, and kind of predicting what's going to happen. That's all they do. And they will tell you that there are no um, there are no data points that are in play to suggest that there is going to be any kind of real estate crash whatsoever. Um, they don't even think that there's going to be – there's definitely a slowdown happening right? That can't be denied. But they don't even think we're going to see much of a dip in sales price right now. Yeah, things taking longer to sell is different than prices crashing, right? And that's really what market crashes. There's a lot of reasons for that. There's a lot of, there's a whole bunch of factors, economic factors that go into causing a quote unquote crash. And none of those factors are in play right now. Yeah. And this, this, this is a simple, uh, let's just do this all as one. If you're, if you want a new home, your happy days are around the corner, same for rental property. The best time to get rich is in a crash. That is totally by that. That is. Oh yeah. That's an absolutely true, true statement. Um, I'm just not sure low, we're getting high. There. I mean, you can do any cliche here yeah. uh, to, to get that. But I still want to tear apart what he was talking about, to be fair here, because the caveat here, as much as we want to talk about the market or, or the Airbnb market, how it's affecting things, um, the reasons people would want to dump them on the market was also based around tighter regulations in major cities that are cracking down. And that is something that is true and it is true it is it is coming fast um cities you know believe it or not your city council isn't very economically sound that's not why they were hired to the job most Mm. of the time (laughs) um you know if you look at the data and see that you know uh, let's see five percent of our entire market is airbnbs yeah let's ban them it's signed you know there might be a problem in your city. You might cause some havoc in your real estate market. If every city in the country did that all at the exact same time, I think we would have a problem. To, um, to and, be f- go well, ahead. I was going to say, to be fair, I don't want to cut you off if you're not finished with your, your thought. I'm just thinking that to be fair, though, um, he's. I feel like he's talking about New York. Dallas just did it. Okay. Dallas did it. New York Fort did Worth it. Fort Worth just did it. But not every city is handling this the same way. So it's not fair to say that all the cities are going to be Bantam. That's not – you and I both know in our local market here, every city here has handled them differently. Some have banned. Mm-hmm. Some have just regulated. Some have just wanted you to register. Some have created a zone where you can do it and you can't do it anywhere else. Some just – they just want to know where they are. They all do one thing. They all do one thing. They're all increasing control. No, they all tax you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, the one that you can't ever avoid. They all tax you. And it's not small taxes. So that has played a part. But it's gotten some people out of the market. But again, most people with an investment mindset are going to look at their 3% loan and their 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 real estate property and say, okay, well, we're going to rent this out, call this a net net cash flow on our balance sheet and go do it again with, you know, because interest rates are still what they are. 
they may stop people from slow down, causing a slowdown in the real estate market of, of turnovers, but they're also going to convince people not to sell these properties that can be rented out. I mean, most investors aren't going to buy a property to be an Airbnb if they don't have the case B of if this rents out for a set amount, it will still make money. You know, I mean, we've never bought an Airbnb without seeing, oh, what could we also rent it out for? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's again, a can be, yep. yeah, there's again a caveat to like, you know, in s- extreme vacation areas, like places where you're just like a beach, beach condo that you're not finding anyone to live in. It is supposed to be rented out by renters, but again, that's also not going to be regulated against or or stuff like that so hoas can become a problem but that's more of that's less of a market thing and more of a you know as a micro market talking about a complex there mm-hmm. um but again there's a there's always a, a plan b so flooding the market um and sparking a 2008 style home price correction like that's where i think that's just extremely bold because the the yeah. The, I I would say the the factors that had to combine to cause that price correction, uh, we could talk about all the different things that caused 2008 and blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, it's defaults, right? There's there's a factor of defaults that needs something like 2008 to happen, mm-hmm. and a, a dr- drop in Airbnb revenues or people wanting to put them on the market because they can't do it anymore is not a high risk of you know a flood of defaults in in my opinion or really anybody's opinion none of the foreclosures that they've predicted are happening none of them are, are the we're at the lowest rate of foreclosure ever right now and people are predicting that we're we they've been predicting a flood of foreclosures since covid because of covid but yet it's not happening and it's actually lower than it's ever been. And the reason is, is because there's tons of equity in everybody's home right now. And people are not. Now, we do need to be careful because because people are going to start tapping into that equity. Credit card debt is on the rise. And that is mm-hmm. the first thing. That is the first sign that people are going to start cutting into their equity. Um, so... You know, that's that's part of the cycle, right? So we are getting there maybe if that continues, but it's a long ways off and, and we got a lot of equity and a long ways to go before we need to worry about a crash well, it's, or default. It's, yeah, it's tied to so many things. Rents are up. Rents are still at an all-time high. So why are these people not just going to rent it out, you know? Um we could have a whole different conversation about whether that might have any triggers, but that wasn't the point of this. This is that Airbnb market would lead to a housing crash, which it just seems way too far fetched. But you know, like if, if you listen to what he says after that, it's essentially the whole old mantra of when people are at fear, you know, when there's fear in the water, be greedy. And he's creating fear right before he's telling you to, to <laughs> <laughs> telling you to be ready to be greedy, um, because it's true. Even these big guys, they they know how to spark the fear. Um, not saying that's what he well, did. Well, I want to say I don't know who is who is authoring Kiyosaki's message. If it's him, if there's if there's a motive here, but I do have to say, in going through his videos and doing a little bit of research for this. It seemed like a lot of fear mongering going on. Like all of his videos seemed to be 
this is going to happen and this is going to happen and watch out for this and watch out for this. And I'm always leery of people that only talk about the negative mm-hmm. and, and talk about it in a way that's exaggerated. Like there's, they take a piece of truth that is absolutely true and then exaggerate it to make it like end of the world. Right. Yeah. And when they do that with every subject, I have a tendency to just kind of turn them off. You can make a business out of it. So I don't pe- know. And, and it's, it's a shame because Kiyosaki is one of the people that inspired me early on in my, in my early years. I love rich man, poor, rich dad, poor dad. Um, I love what it did for, for my generation in changing the mindset of how to think about money. Um, and I think he, he should be honored for that. I, I'm a little disappointed to see that he's doing this type of fear mongering on a regular basis. It seems like, and I mean, it's all words. Sometimes they don't mean exactly what they're trying to say. I don't know what his motive is. It just seems like leading the market crash is a pretty direct statement. Um, I think it's almost the opposite interest rates where they are. doesn't make sense for investors to buy and set up new Airbnbs. So most of what it does exist out there for the most part has been previously owned um, like it wasn't just purchased because if you just purchase it, those profit margins are really tight. So mm-hmm. yeah, those people who didn't do their due diligence maybe are putting them back on the market right after buying them. But that's a, that's got to be a very small subset, you know. And the time it takes to do all these things in the Airbnb world takes months. It doesn't take days. You know, you don't find out after thirty days that your listing's not succeeding, you know? Well, well, yes, that's true, but people don't listen and don't get information from the right sources. Wouldn't you agree? They listen to some guy on TikTok, (laughs) right? They listen to some guy on TikTok and they go, oh, wow, I can do that. And then, but they don't even realize that that's, that's old news. That's in the past. It's like watching these HGTV flips when I that bring, are from three years ago. That's why I brought up rental arbitrage. You go uh, every TikTok or every Airbnb TikTok thing that everybody's ever sent me. They're all rental arbitrage. They're all rental arbitrage. And yeah, that's, those guys probably done. will get screwed. That's um, done. Because that is, you know, it depends where it is, but rent rates going up are probably not competing with your with your break even in Airbnb and there's just so many factors go into that maybe the the regulation can crack down on the landlord and shut your stuff off in a day you know that's just really high risk and it can be high reward but you know that's not going to cause the host to go sell the property cuz they don't own it it's going to cause the landlord to just go find another tenant all you were to them was a tenant paying 1800 a month they'll go find another tenant paying 1800 a month um you know where they maybe they won't maybe it'll tell them not to rent them out to airbnb people so so if you have an airbnb and you're looking to 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 rent it (coughs) excuse me i would say you could get at least 10 percent over market value for a furnished property Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of plan B's that we do. You know, you still rent them out furnished. You know, I've seen people get a lot more than 10% renting them out furnished. Um, You know, these three-month leases that people end up staying for 12 (laughs) at at that rate, you know, it is, it's just, there are other options, I think. uh, And I'm not saying that there won't be some people who put real estate on the market because of 
this Airbnb bust that he wants to talk about or the decrease in revenues or decrease in profit. I just don't think, I think it would be minuscule to make that claim. I can make that claim about a lot of different micro markets, um, like Zillow dumping all their stuff a year hmm. ago was going to cause a market crash. Like Airbnbs only account for. Uh, like, that sounds like a Zillow crash, not a real estate crash. Yeah. Right? Like this sounds like it might be an Airbnb crash, which is more likely than a mark than a real estate crash. Well, and here in Airbnb's own their own financial call. They said as of 2022, no one no one city accounts for more than 1.5% of Airbnb revenue as illustrated by their Q2 financial results. And their Airbnb is stronger and more profitable than ever. And you know, there's there's some sense to it being that spread. 1.5% of Airbnb, um, no single city, right? You would you would argue that if that's true, there's definitely no single city that is made up by more or 1.5% of their, their real estate is Airbnbs. So, yeah, you know, but you would, that would be a, a massive dump that's a testament <laughs> to cause a market to, crash. And that's the testament to the financial health of that organization, the Airbnb organization, mm -hmm. which is really what we're talking about is the market that Airbnb is creating or a part of. Yes. Um, the revenue piece of that is what mattered because their revenue is solely based on booking fees. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if there's no booking fees, nobody's, they're not so making any revenue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're probably leaving out the fact that they upped those fees a little bit in 2022. Um but, you know, if you know, you know. <laughs> so is our, the last part of this is this is going to lead a real market crash. Well, Mr. Realtor over here, are we being led into a market crash? No, I think we're going through right now a proper market correction. Yep. How deep is it going to be? I don't believe it's going to be very deep at all. It may not even dip. It may just be, it just may flatline for a while until we get some common sense in our government, in the Fed, wherever we need the common sense. It seems like we need it everywhere right now. And as soon as we get that, you know, and people start doing things better, then things will probably start getting better for everybody. Well, we're going, you know, we got. We're in that time of year where, where we get days on market going up during this mm -hmm. time of year. That's just natural. I mean, I, we can go back 10 years, you know, September through probably mid-November is usually what we say. Um, you, we always see uh, an increase in days on market. I'm not even going to call it market correction or anything like that. Things just take longer to happen. Yeah, the longer a little bit move. of a seasonal days on market so. increase, but... And we're going into Nothing an election like what we've year. Seen. Yeah, we're going into election year. What happens normally it's, in election? It's going to be years? a tough year. People stop doing stuff. Yeah, and they've already stopped doing stuff. So if you've stopped doing stuff the year before going into election year, next year, next year should be really tough for activity for the level of activity. That look, the level of activity does not correlate with. A market crash, your your val the value of your home, it doesn't correlate with any of that stuff. It just means nobody's buying and selling. That's all it means. That's not necessarily bad. It just means that it's kind of pent up. The demand for buying and selling will will just be pent up for a while until people stop getting stupid. Look what happened after twenty twenty with that pent up demand. 
Real estate market started booming. Busted. I think if you replace Airbnb and real market in here with just Fed to lead crash and <laughs> apply it to any any market, would you're probably gonna buy that one. Oh uh, yeah. I would buy I would buy that before I buy the Airbnb is gonna do it. Yeah. Well they're buying up about everything else. They might as well buy this statement, huh? Hey y'all, Robert Kiyosaki is a trusted community leader that people look up to they they follow him on social media we have a whole bunch of people like that don't we we have a whole lot of people that we all follow that a lot of us follow and i just want to warn you all take everything people say including what kyle and i say here take it with a grain of salt go research it for yourself learn something about this stuff learn the basic economics of what makes the world go around and make some common sense decisions based on the basics. Don't listen to all this BS that people have to say. Take it for, for Bible and run with it. Go figure stuff out for yourself so that you can be successful for your family. And, and you'll know confidently what to do moving forward when, when you understand the basics of what drives all of this stuff. Dive into it. Yeah, understand what a crash is. You know, people people hear crash out there and Twitter. It's and just the a news. word. They think it's a word people like to use. Yeah, they think it's it's overused. Inflammatory. It's overused at mm-hmm. this point. So, um, but you like anything we like to say here? Give us a call eight one seven eight one eight nine zero three nine. Can they send us an email at show, show me, me the money, money. at wertpm.com. And thank you all for tuning in. We are out. Hey, hey, hey.